0: And welcome back to the Gelman Report. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about some fantasy news. This past week, there has been a lot of fantasy news. There's been a lot of NFL news, which has a lot of fantasy implications. Um, a lot of teams have finally named their starting quarterback. Um, injury. A lot of injuries have gone on um, in training camp and in this preseason. Uh, so we're going to be talking about all of that in today's episode, and we're going to be talking about some. Players who I think are rising, um, who their who their fantasy fantasy stock is rising, and whose fantasy stock is falling. So yeah, let's just hop into the first piece of news, and that is concerning rookie running back for the Jaguars, Travis Etienne. So this past Tuesday, the Jaguars sadly uh, placed first round rookie running back Travis Etienne on injured reserve, which officially. Ends his twenty twenty one season, uh, so this news comes from an injury that Etienne um, got during Monday night against the Saints in in the preseason game. Um, he to be specific, it was um, it was a Liz Frank injury, um, which he will need surgery for. So he injured his foot in the preseason game on Monday, uh, which is just really bad, it's just terrible to see. You know, first off. As, you know, just a football fan, you never like to see injuries, but then also for, you know, if you put it in the fantasy aspect of it, he had so much hype surrounding his name this year, coming out of college, one of the best rushers in college, he has the ACC record for most yards, Um, he holds that record, so he is a great rusher, but also he's a great pass catcher, and that was really what had everyone so hyped about him for fantasy, is that His pass catching ability was going to lift him up to a, one of those elite um, RBs in fantasy, and so, um, and so the coach Urban Meyer even said that he was going to be used as a running back, obviously, but as a wide receiver, and you don't usually hear the coach even admitting that. Of course, you have CMC and Cook. And Alvin Kamara lining up at his wide receiver, but their coach doesn't say that they're going to play wide receiver. That's how it just ends up. But this coach had so much confidence, my Urban Meyer, had so much confidence that he was going, um, that he announced that he was going to play wide receiver, um, and so he was going. He was being drafted in, in mock drafts, and if you did your if you did your draft early, which if you did, hopefully you didn't draft him, and if you did, I'm sorry for you. But he was being drafted in in the four to five round range. Um, being uh, a rookie, a rookie running back that had a lot of upside, especially in PPR leagues, with that cat with the pass catching ability. Um. So because of this injury, we are back on the James Robinson trade uh, train. Excuse me. Um. James Robinson last year the starting um, running back for the Jaguars, undrafted rookie uh, from last year, and right now I think in my opinion in in PPR leagues he's a low T tier RB one. Now he's being drafted in, you know, rounds four to five, just where um, Robinson was being drafted. Um, and I think if you can get him there, that's really good value because we saw what he's able to do last year. Um, and now I think he's just going to be able to uh, keep that success. Um, and yeah, so his value is going crazy. while Etienne was healthy, he was being drafted, you know, four rounds later than Etienne was in the, in the, in the eighth to ninth round. But now with that Injury to Etienne, he is the lead back there, and he's going to be a third or fourth round pick. Uh, so I think he's very similar to Etienne. Actually, he has the amazing pass catching ability, um, and he's the best rusher on the team, the best catcher on the team. I'm not worried about Carlos Hyde stealing passes. You should still pick up Carlos Hyde in all of your leagues if you have a deep bench. Um, you should pick him up because if anything happens to Robinson, Carlos Hyde is going to be the lead back on the team. He's been the number one running back on teams before, and he's had success, so you should just look out for that and make sure you're eyeing um, Carlos side availability in your leagues. Um, So I was really excited for ETN. I was going to try to grab him in all my leagues. Thankfully, I didn't get him in any of them, or I didn't draft in a few of my leagues yet, Um, but I'm even now even more excited for Robinson. I really loved him last year. Great story, Um, and now he's just going to continue his success from last year, and this increases Um, Again, hides value in a deep league, so be on the lookout for that. Moving on to the second piece of news, and that is concerning another rookie, but this is a rookie wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals. That is Jamar Chase. So this past draft, the Bengals, in my opinion, it was a surprise when they drafted um, Chase out of LSU with the fifth pick. I thought they were going to go Panay Sewell. That looked like it was the priority, especially after last year, with that terrible offensive line, which led to a torn ACL by Joe Burrow, their franchise quarterback. So I thought they would want to, you know, protect him and get one of the best um, offensive linemen prospects ever. Uh, but they decided to go with Burrow's old teammate from LSU in Jamar Chase. Um, and so coming into this season, in the offseason, he was thought to be the best wide receiver, uh, the best rookie wide receiver um, in the in the league in general, but also for fantasy because um, that connection he has with Burrow and uh, the high passing volume that the Bengals are going to be doing this year because they're going to be down in a lot of games. But sadly, he has had his struggles. Um, in the second preseason game against the Washington football team, Chase had three targets, which is good to see um, early in the game, three targets, but sadly did not catch any of them and had three drops. So that is not a good sign. And then along with that, he's just not being, you know, by scouts and, a- and analysts. He's just he doesn't look good in training camp, and you know CBS draft analyst Chris Trapasso uh, gave him the second lowest rated rookie grade um, as of right now. You know who surprisingly whose worst grade was P'nay Sewell. Uh, but just right now everything's not looking so good for for Jamar Chase on the field. He's having troubles with the draw. He's having trouble catching the ball, but also off the field. It seems that he um, is having some trouble too. Uh, So a few days ago, um, Chase's pregnant girlfriend actually posted on Instagram that he, that Jamar Chase actually hit her while she was pregnant. So she later deleted this post. Um, So again, we don't know if any of this is true. She could be making it up. She could be uh, actually telling the truth, but she deleted the post. We don't have any more information concerning this specific situation, but that's just something to look out um looks and look out for for the future if anything were to come in um to light and there's going to be investigation maybe that's going to derail his fantasy value and his season so that's just something that you should look out for um in the future um and so out of the three Bengals wide receivers you have jamar chase you have tyler Boyd, and you have t higgins uh rookie from last year um at one point jamar chase was being drafted first going extremely early sometimes in the fourth round um in in drafts that I've seen, but as of right now, because of his struggle and because of this maybe situation with his girlfriend that might affect his, might affect him being on the field, I would take him right now. Definitely behind T Higgins. I'm very high on T Higgins, and maybe even after maybe even, um, after Tyler Boyd. They're very close. Um, Tyler Boyd and and uh, Jamar Chase in rankings for me, but I don't. I think that the situation with his struggle on the field and his struggle off the field, it's not a risk I want to take, especially at his ADP. So I'm not going to be drafting a lot of Jamar Chase this year. Um, But again, he could end up not having any issues and everything I just talked about should just go away during the season. Um, But if you want to take that risk, be my guest. I will not be doing that. So just something to look out for for his struggles on the field and off the field. Moving on to our third piece of news, and that is Sony Michelle. Sonny Michelle, Michel, the former running back for the Patriots, has been traded to the LA Rams, again, yeah, from the New England Patriots, for a 2022 sixth-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick. So, camp makers coming into the season, one of the highest-ranked running backs in fantasy, sadly, towards Achilles in training camp. Then you had Daryl Henderson, who's going to be the lead back, also very high, highly ranked in fantasy, hurt his thumb. So now they don't really have any real RB1 that is healthy. So they traded for Sony Michelle. Um who has had success in the NFL. And um, one of my favorite players was on my fantasy team as rookie year when he had a great year. Uh and so yeah, they traded for him so they get uh, so they could get another running back and elevate their running back group. Uh, Daryl Henderson is supposed to be ready for the regular season, even with that thumb injury. Right now, he's ranked twenty second um, in running back rankings. I think he should be even lower than that. Even before they traded for Sony Michelle, I was not high on Daryl Henderson at all. Um, but now, even w- now with Sony Michelle joining that group, he's going to be able to steal carries and receptions. I do not like either of these running backs at all. Um, I would much rather have Kareem Hunt, uh, Miles Gaskin, Davis. Um, over these two running backs and now i for sure would rather have Damian Harris over um Daryl Henderson. Um so with this trade it looks like this team is going to be a running back by committee, uh, half Daryl Henderson, half Sonny Michelle. So I don't want, I'm just going to be staying away from either of the I'm going to be staying away from both of these guys don't want any part of this backfield and now Xavier Jones who was um, before the Sonny Michelle trade was, you know, a sleeper in deep leagues is completely out of the picture and should not really be drafted at all and should only really be looked at if there was to be an injury to either of these guys. Um, so that's what that's what's happening with the Rams backfield. But if anything were uh that's happening with the Rams backfield, with the Rams backfield. Now the Patriots backfield gets a little more interesting and a little less crowded, and I think a little easier to navigate. Damian Harris is now 100 percent the lead back with Sony Michelle there. I was a little nervous that he might steal some of uh, Damian Harris's carries. But as of right now, that's that's not an issue. And Harris is going to be the RB1 on that team. And he should be drafted as a mid-tier RB2 in standard leagues um, and maybe a low-tier RB2 in PPR leagues because he doesn't offer that much uh, receiving the ball. Um, And also, I think you also have to bump up Harris um, if the Patriots do decide to start Mac Jones at any point of the season. He goes up in value uh, because Mac Jones is not the dual-threat quarterback that Cam Newton is. So I think you have to be on the lookout for that and watch Damian Harris's value go up or go down while the season continues. Um, And then the other running backs on this team, James White is also upgraded a little bit um, with his receiving ability. Um, He always is going to have the same role no matter who's on that team. So I don't think you have to worry about that. And then another... Running back on this team, Roh- Rohamandre I might be pronouncing that wrong, but let's just go. R Stevenson, uh, rookie running back out of Oklahoma. Um, he's another player to look out to look at because he's been absolutely killing it this preseason. Um, you know, in his first game, he had ten carries for one hundred twenty-seven yards and two touchdowns. And in the second game, he had fifteen carries for sixty-six yards and another two touchdowns. So four touchdowns um, in the preseason, looking really really good. Um, and so he might, I feel, have a role in this off in, in this backfield, um, a little role. But um, he, you should again look out for him if there's any injuries or if he continues to play well in the preseason. And if he starts to play in the regular season, he should definitely be um, a stash in deeper leagues, and could be um, a good fantasy sleeper as the season goes on. Moving on to the next piece of news. told you guys we have a lot of news to cover. um, And that is the Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater quarterback competition. So this Wednesday, the Broncos announced that Teddy Bridgewater would be starting quarterback ahead of Drew Locke. First off, give my opinion about this move. I do not like this move at all. One, if you knew that you were going to be starting Teddy Bridgewater this year, why did you not draft a quarterback? They took Patrick Sertain. But I feel like they could have taken Mac Jones. They could have taken uh, Justin Fields. I don't know what they were thinking. And I don't. I don't know what they were thinking when they were doing that. If they knew Teddy Bridgewater was going to start. Second, you know what you're going to get with Teddy Bridgewater. You're going to get a safe game manager type player who's going to throw for twenty five touchdowns max. Max. That would be unbelievably threw for twenty five touchdowns. Last year he threw for fifteen touchdowns and nine interceptions. Like extremely. Mediocre, below average. So you know what you're going to get with Teddy Bridgewater. But with Drew Lock, you have no idea where you're going to get. You're either going to get a quarterback that is, you know, Tim Tebow, that is terrible, absolutely terrible accuracy, taking chances every single time, not a not a game manager at all. Or you're going to get Patrick Mahomes, amazing deep ball, amazing accuracy, everything like that. That's why I think you should start Drew Lock. This team is filled with talent at the wide receiver position and tight end position with Noah Fant. You have to let these players be unleashed, and I think the way to do that is with Drew Locke. I do think that at one point, Drew Locke is going to be the start of this season. Hopefully, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't get injured, but he does have a history of getting injured. Um, And if he does not get injured, I think Teddy Bridgewater is actually going to be benched this year. Um, Now, the fantasy... Application of all this is now Drew Luck is is unstartable early on in the season, obviously, but he is a valuable stash for later on the season because I think he is going to start and I think he does have fantasy value because of his rushing upside a little bit, and I think he could throw a really good ball. Um, Teddy Bridgewater should be started in deep deep leagues, two quarterback leagues leagues especially, uh, but if you're in a ten man twelve man league, uh, he should not be started at all. There are so many better quarterbacks than him. He does not give you a lot of upside in fantasy um, at all. He does not throw a lot of deep balls, um, and he's more of a game manager, and along with that does not have a lot of rushing upside, um, only having 205 rushing yards uh, this past season. Um, and so because of Bridgewater's reluctancy to throw the ball deep down the field, this takes a lot of value off K.J. Hamler. Sadly, I had K.J. Hamler in my dynasty league. Hopefully, Drew Locke starts so. K.J. Hamler's outlook can be better, but K.J. Hamler is not going to be, um, I think, anything at all. Um, I think he's just going to be there to run routes and I don't know what else. Uh, maybe take some flea flickers and that, that's it. But um, obviously if Locke takes over at some point, then Hamler's value will go up. That is of right now. I don't think you could start him. Um, and I think that the value for Cortland Sutton um, is down a little bit. Uh, but I think he still has some value as a wide receiver, too, on that team. Um, again, he is a big playmaker. He's one to always go deep, similar to Megatron. I, I feel like that is like a, a nice comparison, or or more like a Kelvin Benjamin, I guess. Uh, but he has some value. You just be on the lookout because of that injury. Uh, but I think you can start. Quinn sudden, he should be drafted. Uh, but the player that has benefited most from this news is Jerry Judy. Right now going as the wide receiver 29. I think with either of these quarterbacks, Jerry Judy is going to outperform his ADP. Last year with Teddy Bridgewater, DJ Moore had a lot of success with over 1,000 receiving yards, and I think that those two are similar players. They can run the short routes, but they can also go deep and and make a big play. So I think um, that—and they both have that amazing playmaking ability after the catch. So I think that Judy is going to have a breakout year no matter who's the quarterback— um, he's going to easily outperform his ADP, uh, right now being drafted in the 7th round. Maybe I would take him as early, uh, you know, I've seen him going in the 5th round, and that's not that so bad depending on what your team looks like. Um, and so yeah, I'm excited about Jerry Judy no matter who's the quarterback, and this is great news for Judy. Then moving on to the 5th piece of news, and that is J.K. Dobbins. So in the Ravens' last preseason game of the year, star second year running back J.K. Dobbins suffered a knee injury in the first quarter against the Washington football team. On Sunday, uh, the team announced that it was a torn ACL and that he would miss the entire 2021 season. Actually, well, the entire 2021 season. Uh, So that is just really sad news for Dobbins, um, Ravens fans especially, because he was going to have a breakout year this year, um, you know, just in the league in general, but also for fantasy. Um, he was being drafted in the top 20 running backs. Um, I was really excited for him last year. I was really excited him also. Didn't have so much success last year uh, with that crowded backfield, but with Mark Ingram on the Texans now, he was the number one back on that team. Um, and I was looking forward to having him on some of my teams. Sadly, that's not going to be a possibility anymore with his injury. Uh, but, you know, we have to just figure out what to do next. And what we should do next is now hop on the Gus bus. We have to now draft Gus Edwards in every single one of our leagues. He's jumped up draft boards so, so much. Um, And, you know, Dobbins is going in that 2025 range, and that is exactly where Gus Edwards should go now. He's a must draft in every single league, um, and he's going to be the lead back on that run-heavy offense. Of course, some of his touchdowns and some of his carries are going to be taken away by Lamar Jackson. But... They run the ball so much there in Baltimore that it's not going to make so much of a difference. Um, Also, because of this injury, fantasy owners should be looking into drafting Justice Hill. Um, He is now going to be in the Gus Edwards role in the beginning of this offseason when Jacob Dobbins was healthy. He's going to be the second back on that team. Um, He's going to steal some carries and receptions uh, from Gus Edwards. And if he plays well, I think he's going to get an increased role um, and he's going to be a valuable fantasy asset, so he should definitely also be drafted just way later in, in drafts. Um, and again, in very deep leagues, you should be looking at Tyshawn Williams, who's going to, um, if anything happens to either of these running backs, play a role in the offense. Um, again, this is just for deep leagues with team, or if you have a lot of bench space um, in your league, it's a nice stash and just in case anything happens to these guys. Uh, and the last piece of news is about Jameis Winston. The Saints announced that Winston has won the quarterback competition over Taysom Hill and will start at quarterback. Uh, so, for Saints fans, this is great news. I think Jameis Winston is going to have a great season, um, and I think he allows you to have, I think he's going to give you more success than Taysom Hill. Well, more importantly, for fantasy players, this is even better news. Uh, the worry was that if Hill was going to be the starter, um, that he would vulture a lot of rushing touchdowns and yards and carries from Alvin Kamara. That's kind of what we saw last year when he started all those games when Ajuibisa is injured. While he was starting quarterback last year, he had four rushing touchdowns, which is a lot of points um, that Alvin Kamara has missed missed on. So I think that now you don't have to worry about that. James Winston doesn't have that rushing upside, and so not only did he steal points from Kamara. Um, his lack of throwing talent also would lower the value of Callaway, a uh, Traquan Smith, and Michael Thomas if he ever plays for the Saints again. Requ- I don't know what's going on. He requested a trade. He's injured, whatever, uh, but he's not as good as a thrower as uh, Jameis Winston is, so that would have been really bad for all Saints receivers, um, but now you don't have to worry about that. Uh, so now Winston is starting at quarterback, so now Kamara is now a top three running back after CMC and Dalvin Cook, and along with Kamara's value going up, you also have the value of uh, Marcus Callaway going up. Be- um, and I now think he is a very solid option uh, for uh, for fantasy players um, in this preseason and training camp. Camp Winston and Callaway has had, have had a great connection. Um, you know, especially against the Jaguars when they connected on two deep touchdowns. And five receptions for hundred five yards, so they're going to have a great, um, they had a great connection in the preseason. So I think they're going to bring that into the regular season, and Cali is going to have a big big year. Um, along with that, if Thomas ever plays, he's also going to have a lot of success with Winston throwing the ball deep down the field. Uh, and then just one minor note, um, tight end Adam Troutman, sophomore tight end. Um, he was a big sleeper tight end this year and was going to have a break breakout year He actually hurt his foot in one of the preseason games He's only supposed to miss three weeks with this foot injury. So once he gets back into um, Into the rotation of playing football, um, he's going to also benefit from winston um, Being this quarterback because he's going to you know air air down the fields and that's always better for receivers And that's better for fantasy players. So adam adam Troutman. When he gets healthy is a tight end to look at for your team. And yeah, that is all the news that we're going to go over in today's episode. A lot, a lot of news, a lot of shifts in fantasy rankings and in draft rankings. So you should be on the lookout for that. And yeah, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much and goodbye.